So take a deep breath. Get here with me in this space that you and I have created. Own it. Be present in it. That's about it. Get excited about us talking about something that can make a difference in people's lives. Okay, guys, that's why we're doing this interview. (laughs) You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. I'm your host, Judy Rodman. Join me for game-changing vocal lessons and advice from creatives and voice industry insiders who share the secrets they've found for personal and career success. For this episode, I interview veteran acting coach Barbara Kite. Join us and be inspired to make your messages matter. Let me tell you a little bit about this Wonder Woman. I'm going to introduce you to a teacher known as the acting coach for speakers, Barbara Kite. Barbara is a New York trained actress and has worked as a professional actor, director, and acting coach in Toronto, New York, and Portland for over 30 years. She's helped speakers, actors, writers, filmmakers, directors, and singers grow in their art and in their life. Her professional work includes over 300 movies, television series, soaps, commercials, industrials, and voiceovers. And she's published a book called Great Speakers Use Acting Skills. She's a member of National Speakers Association, SAG-AFTRA, and the Canadian Sister Union, ACTRA, and AEA Actors' Equity Association. Okay, so let's meet her. Welcome to All Things Vocal, Barbara. Hello. Thank you for inviting me. I appreciate it. I've been looking forward to it since we first talked about the interview because I've always been interested in acting skills for the voice in general because I just had one little acting course way back decades ago and I can't tell you how much I've used those concepts in my career. So I'm fascinated. You're you're the first acting coach on all things vocal. So there you go. There's that. All right, let's start with a little bit of where are you? You are in Portland, right? Yes, I am, Portland, Oregon. All right. I want to ask you about your work beginning, as I understand, as an actor and then becoming an acting coach and then specializing in speaking with acting technique, okay? Where'd that come from? The acting coach? Well, I had to move to Portland, Oregon because I was getting older and New York was not conducive to me getting work. And I had a son. I decided that I would get a child, have a child. And uh, (laughs) husband and I, well, you know, you you make these decisions. Having a kid and having a career is not always compatible. It takes a lot of work. I Mm -hmm. I admire every woman who does it. And even though I was a feminist, I decided one of us would stay home with the child. So we moved to Portland, Oregon, where my husband's parents lived because I wanted him to have access to the outdoors and he loves the outdoors right now. And he's a great musician, Noah Kite. Look him up, Noah Kite. Noah, okay. And so that's why I moved here. But I've been doing a lot of acting in New York, American Academy of Dramatic Arts, Jellinger Award, Theater Company, all of that. And here I was and I missed it. So I did more. I auditioned for films and TV series and got a number, but I couldn't do any theater. So I decided I'd teach. And I've been doing it for 30 years. 
And it is so rewarding because it's not about acting. It's about your life. Uh It's about connecting to people, being present, opening yourself up, taking chances, not staying in the box that you have set up for yourself. And so has society. Uh It's about taking chances. It's about meeting other people who also are doing the same thing. So one of my students said, why don't you teach public speaking? And I said, they know that stuff. She said, no, they don't. And you know, the truth is that most of the stuff that you have to speak about as a human being, the information you want to give others, they don't know. You think you know some about it, but you know so much more that you could share with others. And my belief in life is you find your gift and you give it away. Mm-hmm. Uh As best as you can. And that's what I'm trying to do. So I started and I realized that so many of the acting tools that I used, people thought it's faking it. So I wanted to talk about that. It's not. Every good actor knows that what Peter Brooks said, it's not a putting on of a mask to become a character. It's a taking off of the mask. The character is always you. Where does it come from? Where does the honesty, the sincerity, the experience come from? And to follow that up, how does that help you in your life? When you allow your mask to come off so you can dig down deeper in the well and find that character and the nuances of that character, how does that help you as a human being? I listen more carefully to what people are really saying. Ooh, my son, when good. he was when he was a child, would say, "Mom, you're bothering me." I said, "I heard the subtext." <laughs> <laughs> well, was it one of my students, longtime students, said? She said, "I got my job because of you. I listened. I stayed present. Mm-hmm. I put myself in their shoes." Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things that you have to do as an actor. Right. And I tell you what, let's morph that into actually talking to an audience. How do you listen to someone who's not speaking back? They're speaking back to you. You're not listening. If you're present and you can feel the energy and you can feel people going like this or hmm, Mm -hmm. that's why pauses are important, Mm -hmm. not only to emphasize and to slow down and let people catch up but also for you to stop and listen. Yeah. That moment, what is the energy filled with? What's going on? Are people looking at their cell phones? Are they listening to you? I remember walking out of one speech that I did for, I can't remember whether it was lawyers or accountants or something. One guy came up to me, he said, that was fabulous. Would you come to Seattle and talk to my company? I said, I'd be happy to. He said, you didn't even notice. You didn't even care about those people who weren't paying attention. I said, no, if I did, I'd shut down. I was listening to those people who wanted this, who needed this, who were taking notes. Right. And that is so true with singers. You know, in writer's nights in Nashville, people tend to come and support their person. And most of the audience is filled with people that are not your people. (laughs) So it can be real jaded. And a lot of people make the mistake of, well, nobody's listening, so I'm just going to you know, shut down. Yeah, shut down. And this one girl just didn't know how to do that. She was a communicator and she she would go into the scene of the song every time. And well, (laughs) a Grammy winning producer happened to be in the audience. She had no idea. And it looked like nobody was listening. He was. 
And anyway, she's been incredibly instrumental in her career. And uh, she's been in like without without a label or anything in Rolling Stone magazine and People magazine, the whole bit. And she's just doing great. And she also just got married to him. And they're about to have a <laughs> baby. So, you know, what I'm saying is it can move not only your career, but your life to actually imagine that oh, oh. instead of talking to everybody out there, talk to the heart that you're. Oh, right. Are, no. Yeah. Tell, tell me about that. Not to do the acting thing. And the acting thing is you're talking to someone. Only Nothing one. else matters, but you get what you want from that person. That holds you hostage. You go after that. It's got to be something you can't get because you have to try different tactics. Oh, yeah. Right? right. You know, demand, plead, beg, cajole, all of those things that you need, but you've got to really connect to that personal. And I said acting is personal, personal, personal. Mm-hmm personal thing that you want that you need you have so to what you're what you're telling me now is that the goal of getting the response you want is going to color what you do with your voice uh-huh. you know everything that you do with your voice is going to be colored according to let me get that response from yes. that heart it's called an uh, an acting it's called an objective aha uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah what's gotcha. in the way uta hagen who wrote a book called respect for acting talked about what's in the way. But she had a lot of good things in her book. Acting works for public speaking. All of it works for public speaking. The technical stuff, pitch, pace, power, pauses, over-articulation, every word matters. Those kind of exercises I have my clients do over and over and over again. But more important than anything else, what I'd like to let you know and and people who are watching is the message it's not about you (laughs) nobody wants to see you up there they're not interested in you Mm -hmm. they're interested in looking through you to themselves doing what you're talking about and succeeding Mm -hmm. they want to be the person who contributes to youngsters lives and makes it better i had a woman who knew young boys eight nine years old who dug in mines for diamonds and (sighs) One of them, this particular boy she had a connection with, Mm -hmm. he said to her one summer, it was a good summer, only one of my friends died. Oh, man. He was into making fake diamonds who looked like real diamonds. That boy, that boy was her purpose of being on stage, not her. Yeah. He stood beside her. Mm -hmm. There was a person in that audience that needed to hear this story, and it's all about stories, this story. So that they could decide, this is where I want to help. Yeah. It's all about stories. Oh, I could go on and on and on. But let me just put it this way. It is really about stories, personal stories. Mm -hmm. And if you can get them to see it, you see it, they will see it. The audience will see it. What you're talking about is also true for songwriting. My mentor, Dave Loggins just told me the other day we talk about every other a couple of weeks or so right at this point in life and he said he wrote this song called she is his only need and I I sang with him on it and we both sang with Winona it was her first single but he didn't write it to be commercial he said what I was doing was I was sitting on the bench with this couple and I was listening to them talk oh (laughs) in his imagination and that's 
that's where that song came from. It's so real. It's so tangible. You know. You know what makes it real? What? The person who sang the words. Mm-hmm. Takes me a while to teach people this, yeah. but to see it, smell it, taste it, touch it, hear it. If you can see Mount Tabor there or Mount St. Helens, wow, people are going up the side. Oh, that person slipped. You will react honestly to what you're seeing, smelling, tasting, touching. Exactly. That reaction will resonate with the audience and they will feel it Mm -hmm. and they will see it. And if they see it, it's them that's having the experience. I'm going on and on, aren't I? I love it. No, that's (laughs) right. I'm giving lessons away for free. <laughs> oh my God! Stop, Barbara. We do on this <laughs> experience. You're giving an experience and speaking. Well, let me not give away much more by simply saying that the book "Great Speakers Use Acting" highly recommend. Very mm-hmm. useful. Very useful. Yeah. If you can't get it on on Amazon or through my website, let me know. Email me, and I'll see what I can do. Send it to you. I've been having some problems with it, but. The book itself is not enough. Let me put it that way. You need a mirror. Right. That's what people need to understand of the basic concepts that we're talking about to show you why, you know, if you really want to dig deep into your singing and your speaking, like Barbara says, a mirror is a coach that can help you see what you're doing and can respond to what you're doing because it's a cut in the back of your own hair when you're trying to see what you know, your own thing <laughs> Very is. well put. You so. can't see yourself. You yeah. cannot watch yourself. Yeah. You may not watch yourself. You're not allowed to watch, check, judge, anticipate, yeah. <laughs> direct yourself. Because then you're out of the moment. You're not connected to right. You're not right. landing it on the people you want to land it on. You're not using it. You are watching yourself and judging and backing off and going forward. A basketball player isn't going to go, oh, should I or shouldn't I uh, <laughs> move forward or should I? maybe not? No, there is no hesitation. Right. And if you fail, great. Right. Great. You learn something. Fail lots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I say to my students sometimes, you haven't failed enough. <laughs> and, you know, if you were a martial arts practitioner, you wouldn't want to use the move you just learned in class. Not until you memorize that. Right. Because you're going to get your brain So when you're speaking, you want to internalize these things. And that's where coaching can help you. But this book, Barbara, is giving all the proceeds away to charity. Tell me about yes. that. Well, you know, it's it's $10 a book. It's a good book, 40 pages, right? Just the basics. None of this extra fall de raw, 100 pages and this and that, but right to the point that you say, well, 40 pages, I can read that. Yeah, and after right. that, if you can go over it and over it and find the exercises you can do and where you have problems, realize you need a coach, me or somebody else, to see what you're doing. Yes, of course, to a charity. I think it was... Maybe uh, Doctors Without Borders, International. One of those two is my very favorites. You know, if I can give a little bit away, (laughs) bits and pieces, oh, please, the world is so screwed up. Indeed, yes. But everybody has a story, you know? Yes. And I'm with you, Barbara, about that. When you empower other people's voices, get to go out and help those people who have messages you don't even have. I am so so cool. Oh, grateful for teaching the young black 
people in Portland, Oregon, through Renee Mitchell organization, I Am More. She sends me her people so that they can speak a little better. This recent guy I have is amazing. He's 19. I just have to clean up a little bit of what he does. And he's amazing. And I told him what I've told the girl before. You're telling your story up there gives others permission to do so. Yes. And if you fail and screw up, that gives them permission to fail and screw up. You have to tell your story. You have to encourage others to. It's important. Mm -hmm. And that's the message that I want to give. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I just changed my byline for my business this last year with a business coach who helped me figure out what I really wanted to do with my work. And you'll like this, Barbara. It's All Things Vocal, the podcast for voices with messages that matter. And the truth is, everybody's got a message that matters if they'll dig down and find it. You get people in who don't feel like their voices are valid and and either they perceived it or people have told them pretty much to sit down and shut up and I'm not interested in what you have to say. And so they have come to this faulty belief that their voice is not valid and their messages are not valid. And when you open that up for a student or a client and you, oh, oh it's like watching a butterfly. Like Yes. And. I'll tell you one other thing that I tell my acting students more than my speaking students, but it's true. The way to successfully act and speak on stage, one of my best acting coaches told me, is you have to stand up there naked and turn around slowly. But, you know, that means that it's not about you. Not about you. It's about those elements in you that resonate within other people. That the truth is not something to hide. That the truth is not something that only you know about you and you don't want anybody else to know. It is something that you need to share because that'll open up others and go, Oh my God, I'm not the only one. Yeah. If I trip on stage, which I try to do once in a while and fall flat <laughs> on my face, I go, See, I'm no different than you. <laughs> yeah. Really? See, everybody relates. Well, this has been an incredibly illuminating Aww, chat, Barbara. I've so enjoyed getting to know you a little bit. And uh, people, if they want to find you, where do they go? Barbara Kite, B-A-R-B-A-R-A, Kite, K-I-T-E, as in go flyer. Go flyer. Or Hiaza. I said when my son was born to my husband, can we call him Hiaza? <laughs> Noah, Noah Kite. Okay, fine. I don't care. Oh, man. Okay. We can go there. But everybody, do listen. He's wonderful. He's unique. He's special. I will definitely look him up. He just finished touring Belgium. He's going back again and touring the Northwest. But anyway, thank you for that. And and thank you for inviting me. I love talking about. Oh, your passion just really shows for this. It's a little bit helping people move forward in their ability to express themselves. You know, I said it to a friend of mine yesterday, just closing here. Mm -hmm. There is a price you pay. And that is sometimes I tell people I have to open my mouth wider to stick my other foot in. (laughs) all the way jump in sometimes i'll say you know you put me in coach i don't need a helmet <laughs> i have to kind of feel like that oh really oh, i mean man. i have made some boo-boos but you know 
the ones who have worked for and the ones who appreciate it and the ones who've moved forward, I am so grateful. I have a compliment file. I suggest everybody out there get a compliment file. Anybody says anything good about you, put it in there and look at it. (laughs) It does help. Listen, keep in touch. I would love to keep in touch with you. And people, look her up. Take care, and we'll see you down the road. Thank you. Bless you. Okay, that does it for this episode. If you enjoyed it, I need your help. Please take a moment to subscribe and give it a five-star rating, especially on iTunes. If you don't know how to do that, just shoot an email to judy at judyrodman.com, and I'll be glad to send you the steps. Thank you very much. See you next time for All Things Vocal, the podcast for voices with messages that matter.